Ain't nothing like a good house party. Am I right? Nothing like a good house party. Go get together with your people. Some drinks, some music. Ladies looking, dudes scoping. Dances being danced, songs being sung. Anything can and usually does pop off at a house party. Am I right? Even if it's just a housewarming party. Definitely if it's in the city of Chicago. I'm talking episode three of The Shot tonight, y'all. Season six. The Windy City drama brought to us by Showtime. So, grab a sip. Be with your people tonight. It goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. You belong here. Welcome in, welcome in. Before this drink start kicking in and I forget my manners, allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm your humble and most honorable host, Real. And this episode was brought to you by Southern Comfort and Coke. Diet Coke, because I'm old. You know what I'm saying? Old school. As I mentioned last recap, the storylines for season six have been laid out. Things are starting to unfold a little. By the way, if you haven't checked out my prior season one, I'm sorry, the drink kicking already. <laughs> if you haven't checked out my prior episode one and episode two recaps of the shot this season, go check them out. Good stuff. Good talk. Good times for sure. I like to give a little laugh and a little sip in my commentary, so no different than how it's going to go tonight. Notice how we haven't seen much of Jake yet this season. I mean, we've seen him, but, you know, he hasn't been much of a presence. Might have had a contract dispute. Maybe he pissed somebody off. I'm just playing. Homie probably just doing big things in the process of getting his weight up a little bit. The thing I love about the shy is seeing all these young cats in their early years doing well. Everybody who I hope will go off to do even bigger things. I feel like the cast is incredible. All the players. All the players. Let's jump right in, shall we? That energy. For me, this episode is all about that energy. This episode was full of energy, wasn't it? Full of energy. I mean, the energy was bouncing off the walls in this episode. Let's start with Tiff and Emmett. I feel like they're going to end up in the bed again. I mean... I feel like they're going to end up in the bed again. It's bound to happen, ain't it? 
they up in the old place. Emmett about to move from, you know, Emmett bought the house. So he, he cleaning up the old place, place where him and Tiff used to live. They up in there looking like they want to get flirty, flirty. <laughs> Tiff always reminiscing on some old, some old D, ain't she? She like, yeah, we went through some stuff up here, didn't we? He looking at her, she looking at him. Looking like they want to be starting something. They got to be starting something, right? You see how they was looking at each other when the wobble song came on? <laughs> Yo, they wilding out. It was like a Luther Vandross song up in there, wasn't it? Roll back the rug, everybody. Move all the tables and chairs. We're gonna have us a good time tonight. Yeah, they was getting their bad boys on. Emmett in the middle of Keisha and Tiff doing the wobble dance. <laughs> getting, that, getting that wobble wobble on. Again, he looking at her, she looking at him. Like if Keisha wasn't there and they mamas wasn't there, they'd have been all up on each other. Like a real, like a real house party. I don't even recall him looking over at Keisha any, any while they was on that dance floor. Once they first got on the dance floor, you know, he was messing with, with Keisha a little bit. Then when Tiff got up in there. Keisha was old news. He was looking at Tiff like she was a plate of ribs all night. That energy. Ooh, that energy. It was all gravy. It was all gravy with Tiff and Emmett. So E and J got up on his. I said, I said E and J. <laughs> it was all gravy till EJ. <laughs> I done made the baby a drink. It was all gravy till EJ got up on his triple, triple OG, baby OG. EJ playing, playing Teletubbies with little Ronnie. <laughs> little Ronnie was mad. He got stuck with Tinky Winky. And started whining. The EJ's chagrin. He lashed out at little Ronnie like. Stop being a little. <laughs> Yo. I told you an episode or two ago. EJ was in the back looking like he about to play Pop Warner. <laughs> now. This incident was overheard. By Keisha and Emmett. Emmett, who thought it was hilarious, as most of us would. But Keisha was like, uh-uh. They was like, where, where you hear that at? He was like, in my mama's car. <laughs> to Emmett's chagrin, <laughs> that energy he had going with Tiff was about to fizzle out. 
Hold on, let me refresh my drink. Y'all notice how when I go up for a drink and I come down with it, it's magically refilled. See, we got that magic over here. That's what grown folk do. We, we spew magic. So the Emmett Chagrin, that energy he had going with Tiff, oh, that was about to fizzle out. Keisha and Emmett confront Tiff in the kitchen. Keisha talking about EJ been calling Lil Ronnie a and he said he heard it from you. Tiff was like, well, we, we listen to rap in the car, so, you know, he probably just on his, his little Snoop Dogg tonight, you know. <laughs> we had gin and juice playing in the car on the way over, so, you know, it was probably that. Rolling down the street, smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice, biatch. <laughs> EJ was on his biatch. Keisha was like, well, maybe you should switch to the edited versions of hip hop when you got EJ. Tip was like, uh-uh. Oh, hell nah. Hell to the no. We gone. Not gone. Gone. We gone, Rob. Tiff picked EJ. I keep wanting to call him E and J. Damn, I'm, I'm like a drunk. I keep wanting to call the little boy E and J. Tiff picked EJ up, robbed her Snoop Dogg tape, and got the hell out of Dodge. The funny thing was on the way home, Rob and Tiff got that hip hop playing in the car. Listening to some of my favorite music genres finest. EJ in the back of the car getting his thug life on. Music was blasting in the car. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. <laughs> EJ getting his little head not going on. He got the hand motion. Whoop that trick. Whoop. <laughs> EJ got that head not going, Buster Rhyme style. So break your neck. Whoop that trick. Tiff looked back, saw EJ getting his thug life on. She, she swiftly changed it to some Brian McKnight. I don't know how she flipped it that quick, but the scene had changed to never felt this way about loving. EJ was like, what the hell? Head nod time over. They mess all EJ's little thug life fun up. Let's go back to Keisha for a sec. Oh, Keisha had that energy popping too. This was an energy episode. I mean, the energy was all over the place this episode. I have forgot about old Nuck, the light-skinned muscle dude on Duda's team with the face tattoo. I forgot him and Keisha were an item, and he was part of the reason why 
I guess she had gotten kidnapped some seasons back. He forgot to pick her up or something. He got all eyes on Keisha at the party. Finally, he get her in a little corner. Talking about he, he want to apologize for his role in being late to come pick her up. And all that. She looking at him like he the dope man. Well, he kind of is the dope man. <laughs> he kind of is the dope man. She looking at him like he the dope man and she a fiend with no money. She look hella mesmerized by Nuck. He like, I couldn't even look at you. I was so ashamed of myself. I was so embarrassed. She like, I'm right here now. I'm looking at you right now. He like, I don't forgive myself. He like, I forgive you. He reading the vibes just as he about to go in for what, what looked like a hug or a a kiss, brush some lint off her, her top. Here come old Emmett. That fool Emmett. Yo, Keisha, we need some more cheese dip. So, uh, you the best cheese dip maker in town. This, this, this side of Chicago. So we gonna need you in the kitchen on that cheese dip. Yo, we hit her with the cheese dip line. She walked away. Nuck was fully eyeing her down he was eyeing her down so hard i thought emmett had like said his piece and left emmett was still there (laughs) nuck ain't give a damn he watching tiff i mean he watching keisha emmett watching him walking down the street Watching ladies go by watching you. That energy. Oh, my gosh. Yo, that energy was off the screen. Damn if we both ain't just buy a house together. Damn if we ain't just have a kid together. Keisha got that talking to by her mama. Who did what mamas do. Baby, you ain't got no ring and you shacking up. When you young, you you don't care about nothing like that. You just like, look, I want to be on my own. Doing what I want to do when I want to do it. Tradition be damned. Logic and practicality be damned. You been there. I been there. Y'all all know what it is. They both lie to each other at the end, don't they? Emmett asking, what was that thing with Nuck about? She like, oh, nothing. What was that thing with Duda about? He like, oh, nothing. But then he lose it when he realized that gun Duda gave him is missing, didn't he? You notice Emmett and, and Keisha thing gonna blow at some point. That energy, that That juju is just real bad right now. It's just bad. Do the show up at the house party. So let me go back a little bit. So Emmett and Keisha have a housewarming party to celebrate the new house they got. Seemed like the whole cast of the shy there. Except Papa. Except Papa. You know, somebody got to run Smokies. 
but the whole South Side or wherever they from in Chicago, the whole crew was there. Even Master Marshawn. Old crazy D-Ray Davis is up in there. Shad, Trig, everybody, everybody up in there. Everybody in there chilling till Duda pop up in there with the death squad. The whole room stopped. Felt like the needle came off the record when they walked in. Duda came in with this fly black gift box for Emmett. Not Emmett and Keisha. <laughs> Emmett. Duda like, don't open this right here. You're going to want to do this in private. Emmett like, oh, cool. I'll open it right now. He like, now, young buck, I just told you. Not here. Do it somewhere in private. Emmett like, okay, well, I'll open it later. Duda like, no, you're going to open it now. Just in private. Emmett like, what is it, a bag of nickels? <laughs> he like, oh, it's deadlier than that. <laughs> I had to rewind it back and put the captions on. I was like, did he just say it's deadlier than that? Sure enough, did. He said, oh, it's deadlier than that. Anyway, he gave him a nickel plated. He like, you can't, you can't just be looking like a boss up in here with your fancy turtlenecks on all day. <laughs> You got to move like a boss. Put that piece on your hip. Emma's silly ass talking about, is that how all your bosses move? Darnell, Mr. Bluetooth, Emmett's pops, <laughs> a.k.a. Bluetooth Billy. He sees Emmett and Duda go in the back, so he already know it's going to be trouble. I knew Darnell was going to be on one a couple episodes back when he peeped Emmett and Duda together. I knew him. So Darnell goes and takes the gun. Takes it out the drawer where Emmett hit it when Emmett leave the room. When Duda leaves out, Darnell follows Duda. He confronts him. He's like, look, I don't want you near my son. My son don't need no gun. If something happened to him, Keisha, or the baby, don't let this Bluetooth fool you. <laughs> don't make me take this headset off and get to whooping your ass like a real OG. And then he took the Bluetooth off. Like, see, now you done made me come out my headset. <laughs> you done made me come up out my headset. Dude, just blue smoke in his face. He like, I like it. You know who you talking to, though? He like, dude, I keep a Bluetooth in this ear at all times. I always know who I'm talking to. Darnell ain't blink. Darnell had that energy. Had to respect that energy. Dude was like, I like it. And he walked off. Energy this episode. I'm telling you, it's that energy bouncing off the walls. That energy was prevalent. Maisha and Kev giving little Lene the blues a little bit about Bakari. 
So when he walk in with Duda, Lene was done. They giving him, they giving her all the blues about Bakari and his gangster ways. So when she, when he come in with Duda, she like, oh. She also had just taken a little verbal lashing. Not really, but she caught the same smoke from her brother, Vic Mensa, about messing with the street dudes. So now she see him coming up here with Duda. She like, man, this ain't going nowhere. They arguing on the porch. She like, you can't be a gangster and be with me. He like, it's temporary, boo. They go back and forth. She wind up leaving, not liking how that conversation went at all. Bakari show up at her house a little later. He like, let, let me in. She like, no. He like, I got something for you. This fool came to the door with a big ass bag of Cheetos and trolleys. Or trolleys. I don't know what you call it. I don't need it. But this dude came with snacks. Shabby having me rolling. This dude had a big ass bag of snacks. He came up in that joint. Not with the snack pack. Dude had the family size joints. <laughs> he, had, he had the picnic size treats. <laughs> when she seen it. I swear her eyes got big <laughs> for a brief second. Her eyes got big like on them old black and white movies with the bug eyes. <laughs> her eyes went buck. Her eyes went buck, y'all. <laughs> I felt like I was watching Gone with the Wind or something <laughs> for a quick second. I'm sorry, that's bad. But it was real slight, though. Her eyes did get bigger. Like on How the Grinch Stole Christmas at the end. Where they say his heart grew two times larger. <laughs> Her eyes grew two times larger when she saw that picnic-sized bag of Cheetos. She must have been hungry. <laughs> he pleading his case. She like, you had me a hello with them pillow size, them pillowcase size bag of trolleys up in this piece. I'm hungry. Stop playing fool. She hit him with another. So how long you going to be a gangster? He said, eh, maybe for another year. She said, okay. And scurried off like a thief in the night with her newfound ill-gotten gains fight over she had that snack energy though I like Lola Nato Rob started his new job as detective he trying to get that hundred grand asking the drug man Nuck yo you know who killed my uncle he like, nah, you ain't about to have me catch two from Duda. Plus, I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to get back up with Keisha. So 
I don't know nothing. You're going to have to play Dick Tracy somewhere else, my good brother. Jada up in the party trying to get Tracy that hookup. She just out with it, too. With a checklist. Talking to any and all cats at the party. She like, you got kids? No. Check. You want any? At some point, check. You suck toes on Sundays? Check. The trainer dude was clearly the wrong dude to hook Tracy up with. She like, my friend on a spiritual, single spiritual journey. He like, me too. She like, you the one. She was talking to all the wrong dudes. Master Marshawn. Yo, she was better off with Duda, for real. One of my favorite characters. I leave for last, but not least. Not in the slightest. No, 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 no. Y'all know who I'm talking about. He up in Smokies playing no games. Dude came up in there. I ordered the Smokies Deluxe with hot sauce, chitlins, two ribs, and a side of slaw, and it ain't ready. (laughs) The new Smokies girl, Kenya, (laughs) a papa's crutch, was like, uh, you didn't get the text? You were supposed to get a text, dude. was like, do I look like I got a text? She about, she about to fold under pressure. Here come Big Papa. You know very well who you are. Dude, like, I want to talk to the manager. Papa, like, I am the manager. He hit him with, <laughs> he hit him with that pop copy moment <laughs> from Chappelle's show. I want to talk to the manager. I am your manager. (laughs) He like, I want to talk to an adult manager. I know how I feel. I do not want to be talking to no young kid who barely know what time he clock out. If I got an issue, I would have said the same thing. I want to talk to the adult manager, but Papa handled it. He handled it, though. He was like. For your trouble, I'll hit you with that Smokey's Deluxe, Chitlins, two ribs, side of slaw on the side. Dude, like, can I get an apple pie, though? Papa, like, you ain't at Mickey D's, fool. But I will throw in that apple pie if you apologize to my colleague over here, my Smokey's colleague. He was like, oh, my bad. Papa was like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. Papa got the regulating up in that camp, huh? He was like, "Uh uh-uh. That ain't an apology. Do it right. I was like, oh, snap. Dude must have been hungry for this damn apple pie. He was like, I apologize. Oh, yeah, Anda, can I have your autograph of me and my grandma? (laughs) Sorry, y'all know nothing about that. I was like, yo, 
somebody get pop up one of them fancy turtlenecks, Emmett be rocking. He the, he the real boss. Young Smokey. Papa put himself in an episode of When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. He went from Big Papa to Little Mama all in one day. So they about to lock up. Kenya talking about, so you, you want to go bowling on Thursday? Papa like, yeah, well, it is a school night. I got to be in by 10, so I need to check with my mom's. You know, brothers always had to be in by 10. And I always had to be home by 10. Right before the fun was about to begin. <laughs> the freaks come out at night. She was like, damn, what am I? What am I doing? She had a moment like, yo, this is a high school kid. I, I just can't see past it. He tried. <laughs> he tried to pick up the pieces. He was like, uh, well, uh, I ain't got to be home. I do what I want to do. I got my own key. Shoot, they even let me be in charge when they go on vacation. <laughs> she was like, oh, she was like, this fool. It was like her, her world was coming to an end. Her, every, every breath he took, every word he spoke, her eyes got lower and lower. She was like. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you back here at Smokies. Yo, I thought this was a good episode. The energy in this joint was prevalent all throughout. No signs of Tracy, though. Maybe she was getting some of that finding me time energy off in the comfort of her own crib. She'll be back next week. I'll be back next week. Till then. Peace.